now join Donald J. Trump, where the former president currently believes he's having an original thought. Why are you doing that? He said, uh, Macron, nice guy. You know, look, he's for France. I'm for, I'm for us. I'm for us. You know how you spell us, right? You spell us, U.S. I just picked that up. Has anyone ever thought of that? I just picked that up. A couple of days I'm reading and it said us. And I said, you know, if you think about it, us equals U.S. Isn't that? Now, if we say something genius, they'll never say it. You know, we get 25, 30, 40, 50, 80,000, 100,000 people to speeches. They've never said Trump's a great speaker. Never said, I've never heard it. I said to my people, do you think they'll ever acknowledge I must be doing okay? Uh, except I'm a very handsome person, so I guess a lot of you want to sit. They want to sit and look at me, because I'm so, like a beauty pageant. Give it a rest, Donnie. You're porn star handsome. <laughs> hey, everybody, welcome to the Stan the Joke Man show. Stan the Joke Man talking here, of course. Yeah, Don. No, you're not very... Well, I tell you, when you were a young guy, yeah, you were kind of handsome. My mom was warm for you. That's how come I hooked you up with her. God, I wish I hadn't done that. But anyway, Don is now porn star handsome. And what that means is only porn stars will sleep with him. They think they can get some money out of it. Porn stars, they set their price. That's what prostitutes do. They set a price in their vagina. Doesn't bother them to set a price on it. And there you go. You pay that price, it's yours. I set my price. I do not have a vagina on this body. I mean, I've had them on there, but I'm just not. Uh, I don't have a vagina. No, my my wiener is priceless. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> sorry, this is going way off the fucking rails. <laughs> I just sold another 245 acres. I set my price. I didn't let other people navigate me and set my price on my land vagina. I sold my land vagina, okay? And I got the price I wanted. It's called give and take, folks. Give and fucking take. Stop acting like you've never heard of it before. You know, I stopped and rush. There's ill shit in the bottom of the fucking Atlantic right now. Because he took shortcuts, risks, lives. Hey, was it worth it, ill shit? We're excited to do this. Um, quickly, uh, a little bit about OceanGate. Uh, founded OceanGate about 10 years ago. I'm an aerospace guy. I wanted to be an explorer and, and realized that really all the new life forms that we're going to find in my lifetime are in the ocean. And that's what I wanted to do. And I was amazed you couldn't rent a sub, you couldn't go underwater unless you were a researcher, which is very difficult to access that. So we created OceanGate and, and looked at um, a variety of opportunities why people would want to go underwater and not just robots. Stop um, imploded here today. I think he slammed his coat belt inside the door. Yeah, now I can is facing every fish fillet stuck and imploded here today everybody stuck and imploded here today slammed his cub 
reasons why we lost Matt Perry. Okay? Matt Perry just kept taking. Yeah. He didn't give himself a break. He didn't give anything back at all. And um, the pills took him. I would bet money on it. I'm, look, as a former crackhead who used to live in that fucking city, I can assure you there are so many fucking trot lines out there to hook your ass. And I don't give a fuck how many friends you have around you. It can be the loneliest fucking place in the world, that fucking town. It's a hard town, folks. <laughs> the autopsy is complete, but the coroner's ordered more blood work, more testing is to be done on Matthew Perry's, you know, shit, because uh, I, I'm guessing he went back to bed with Vicodin, I'm guessing, or something like it, a painkiller, folks. Even as a former crackhead, like I was saying, everyone, I, all the dopers I knew anyway, we all understood the the shit you got from the pharmacy would kill you. It was the most potent anywhere. We understood that. Back then, that was 1988 when I was at my height of my drug addiction. Okay? Yeah, I smoke rock. Off broken light bulb glass. You should try it sometime. It's a lot of fun when you don't have shit to live for anymore. Anyway, um, the point is, I got my first wife and my son out of that fucking situation, and then I got myself out of that fucking situation because I saw where it was going after an OD and then jail and all that shit, and then after the coma. Yeah, I think the month-long coma was the tip-off for me that, let's change the route here. Yeah, it's probably time to go this way. (laughs) I'm sorry for Matt. I really am. I'm sorry because... It's pathetic when somebody's that age and they're still caught up in that shit and they can't get out of it, you know? I'm sorry for that. I really am. I saw a lonely guy sitting in that hot tub and quite honestly, uh, me had them headphones on. I hope he is listening to this show. Yeah. Hopefully he's listening to Bombing Down Poinsettia. I mean, it happened just right down the hill from him. Anyway, God, it's always about me, isn't it? Yep, you found it. Stand the Joke Man Show. You just fucking listen to me. We now join Kansas City Chiefs' very own Travis Kelty as he sings and dances live to one of Taylor Swift's songs in the nightclub. doing a selfie video for his girlfriend, Taylor Swift, dancing and singing to one of her songs. That's right. It's getting a lot more serious. That's what the reps are saying. It's getting a lot more serious, and and I agree. You know your relationship with somebody has reached a new pinnacle when you're drunk at a nightclub. Picture captured his background was pretty blurry, but uh, several social media users believe they can see Swift's head and signature bangs there. Maybe she was under the table. Ah, who the fuck cares? 
I am so happy to announce that the United Auto Workers and GM have come together. This is huge. Compromise has been reached, and by gosh, I'm so happy for you guys. Stan the Joke Man, giving a huge shout out to all the fellows working at the plant out there outside of Wayne, Michigan. Thanks for listening to the show and pinging in out there, J.C. Park. God bless you. I'm glad you got what you needed. I'm glad you got what you deserved and fucking earned. Israel presses into Gaza as pro-Palestinian protests spread worldwide. Hey, we are all pro-Palestinian. We're anti-Hamas, so let's cut that shit, okay? Nobody wants to see any Palestinians get hurt. We're trying to get rid of the fucking terrorists, and that's what they are. Has nothing to do with nationality or country, folks. Anyone, anyone on this planet who uses God, our creator and God's word to attack other people is the devil. You got it? The devil. That's here in America. That's over there in the Middle East. It doesn't matter where the fuck you are. You use God to attack other people. You're a fucking terrorist and you're wrong biden plans to step up government oversight of ai with new pressure tests i agree it's got to be fucking controlled artificial intelligence i beg to differ dumbass because you made it you call it intelligent i don't i call it the smartest amongst you dumb fucks Christine Rogers of Wake Forest, North Carolina. Hey, I used to live down there. Uh, she didn't hesitate when she was uh, asked to fill out a routine mental health questionnaire during a checkup last November. Okay. She went in. She spoke about her depression and they billed her twice. Yeah. That's what you get these days. If you dump your shit on other people, they're going to dump it right back and make your life harder. Okay. So um, keep your problems to yourself, Christine. We don't give a shit. I tell you what, speaking of not giving a shit, stay right here. We're going to take a quick break for the sponsor of the show. We're going to come back and do some Dear Stan letters right after this. Pure, clean cannabis crops. Out there producing and working all night while we sleep. Sun breaks and we see the Griffin family farm. This family, the folks out there, they're out here every day. Working these fields, growing untainted, uncorrupted product. Makes spirits whole again. Hey, everybody, it's the Stan the Joke Man. Folks, Firemeds Cannabis. It's a family farm-to-pipe bud dispensary. I mean, from seed to sale, they're in charge. They oversee the quality control, and you know where your product is coming from. Rick Simpson Oil is made on site. That's right. You don't have to take their addictive dope anymore. Rick Simpson Oil made on site. Do yourself a favor, please. Go to leafly.com. I want you to look at FireMed's Cannabis entire menu and you decide for yourself. Know where your product is coming from, my friends. FireMed's Cannabis, Henrietta Stillwell. 
there, honky tonkers. Welcome back to the Stan the Joke Man show. Before we get into uh, Dear Stan here, I want to apologize for not having a bombing down poinsettia this week. There will not be a chapter 25 this week. It's going to be next Wednesday because I, I, I need to take a break from it. It's really an emotional drain because the story's fucking true and there's a lot of yeah, shit that you, you just never really get over. And when you talk about it, yeah, I need a break. But anyway, um, the Bombing Down Poinsettia, a book I wrote about my younger days in Hollywood as a kid. I'll, I'll resume that story next uh, Wednesday at 8 p.m. Meanwhile, let's get into it. Stan, the Joke Man Show loves Dear Stan letters. You got mail. You got mail. You got mail. I got crabs. Get alert to me anytime. Stan the Joke Man Show on Facebook, Joke Man Productions LLC on Facebook, or better still, Joke Man Productions LLC, P.O. Box 699, Henrietta, Oklahoma, 74437. All right. Dear Stan, my nephew's getting married soon, and he and his father are having issues with the guest list. My brother-in-law has a few immediate family members who just don't know their limit when it comes to alcohol, and my nephew is worried that if they're invited, they're going to abuse the open bar and embarrass the family. They probably will, so don't have a fucking open bar. Can you have a wedding without alcohol? Limit the alcohol. Champagne toast will be just fine. Okay? Lie to them. Tell them there's going to be an open bar. So they won't show up with anything. And then when they get there, damn, they're going to be pissed off to find out last minute. Well, we we bought a few 30 packs, but that's all we got. That's right. That's how you deal with that shit. That's an easy one. Well, let me finish reading the letter. My nephew doesn't want to invite these family members to his wedding. You have to. My brother-in-law says he will speak to them beforehand to warn them about their alcohol intake. Don't, don't invite somebody. And then start shit with them the second they get there, asshole. Have a contingency plan. If you're going to invite them, be prepared to deal with them. Have a plan to deal with them. Okay? It's nice of you. Hey, could you all control yourself a little bit tonight? Because there's some nice people. That's okay. But I wouldn't count on it. It's real simple, folks. Control the amount of booze on the premises. That's how you keep shit under control. Don't try to change people. Stop trying to fucking change or control people. Control the situation. Dipshit. Oh, I'm sorry. Thanks for the letter. Dear Stan, why is it as a man who is capable of going to the symphony as well as watching The Bachelor, spending a day shooting rifles or sipping wine... Having silly conversations are those where I listen compared to providing feedback. And as an animal lover, but allergic to some, I cannot attract the woman I want. What do you think? Confused in Tennessee. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) You got to get the fuck out of Tennessee, bro. There's a lot of fish out there. Broaden your horizons. There's somebody out there. Somebody you least expect. Did you know I screwed the president of a theater guild when I was only 21? You're damn right. Or excuse me. I was 22. And you're damn right I went to bed with her. You know why? She was sexy. I had no fucking idea. 
She was that damn sexy until we sat down alone and spoke. And I, she either seduced me or seduced her. I can't remember. The point is, it was so out of left field. I didn't see it. I was so fucking blindsided by it. Having grown up pretty much in the theater in some form or another, but I never took the time to sit down with the president of the theater guild, and I'm glad I did because she was an excellent lay. Get the fuck out of Tennessee, man. Thanks for the letter. Dear Stan, my wife keeps trying to have sex with me, and I can't take it anymore. Hey, (laughs) just send her over here, fucker. No, hold on. Well, I can't do anything either, so hold on. Dear Stan, my wife and I have been happily married for 33 years. We've always enjoyed a good sex life, which continues to this day. The problem is our libidos are going in different directions, and probably not the direction most would assume. While mine is beginning to diminish as I age, my wife's is increasing. Where our previous frequency was every other day, my wife now wants to have sex every day. I just not, not have it in me anymore. I'm 61, she's 59. (laughs) There's a math sex joke in there somewhere. I'm just not in the mood to think it up. There's another get out of Tennessee story. Buy some instruments. Buy some toys. Have some fun. Do something different. When's the last time you screwed in a car? Hmm? Do you have lick practice? Well, if you can't lick the chrome off a trailer hitch, you probably should. (laughs) I had that training way back in my young Skywalker days, but go do something fun. Crazy. Absolutely. Park right in front of a Chuck E. Cheese or something and get (laughs) it. I don't know. You know, my wife and I, we have the same shit. Libido goes in different ways. There's times she's in the mood I'm not, times I'm in the mood she's not. And then once in a while, we're both. And when we line up once in a while and we're both in the same sync, it's freaking awesome. It's awesome. Like, I'm having a heart on attack. We're just not as active anymore as we used to be, you fucking turtle. Take it easy. Thank you much for the letter. I appreciate it. Ladies and gentlemen, it's going to wrap it up at the Stan the Joke Man show. I am Stan the Joke Man. This is a product of Joke Man Productions, LLC. Broadcasting from the Boys Room Studio here in Henrietta, America. Every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at high noon on Amazon and Apple. And uh, whoever the fuck else out there doesn't give a shit to censor me or block me or partially obstruct my fucking show. <laughs> Damn dildos. Anyway, I love doing this show because... Um, Well, I am a provoker. Thank you, kid, for calling me that because you're exactly right. And the provoking, I hope I do, is thought. Y'all have a kick-ass Tuesday. I'll be back Wednesday. Hump day. I know. Tell me bye, Kandios, me, amigos.